Welcome back, my friends, to The Tipping Point. I am your host, Joanne Johnson, and we are in for a real treat tonight. I know, I know, I say it all the time. You know, we're so, we're so incredibly blessed by the people who come on this show. We see national entertainers, national game changers. Uh, this show is no different. We have a phenomenal person tonight, Dave Ruel. He is from New Brunswick, Canada. He's coming to us live tonight. This is a show that you're gonna wanna make sure you tell all your friends about. This tonight is actually part one, my friends. We're gonna bring Dave back next week to do part two, but I really feel like because we have so much information to impart upon your lovely souls and to help you with your businesses and your personal life, it's gonna take more than one session. But for those who do not know Dave or are not familiar with his work, he is a, he's a serial entrepreneur. He's an author, a leadership motivator. He's a speaker. He used to be a physique athlete. He's very much into the healthcare industry, or, you know, health improvement and industry. He has a book we're not going to talk about because that's in his past. He has started other businesses. He has a book on the market though, um, that we are going to talk about tonight. I'm going to go ahead and get him right on in because I want to get started again. We have so much we want to cover today. How are you? How are you? <laughs> hey, Joanne. Doing great I'm, it's good to see you in good health and i know it's yes. been a rough couple of weeks but i'm super happy to see you thank you i'm so happy to see you too and we have so many things that we need to talk about today and the, you know the first thing is for those who don't know you i mean you have a, a long rich history in starting companies making them very very successful and then turning around and starting another company and you have written a couple of books we see the one behind you um, and we'll talk about that in just a minute but i really want to get into the nuts and bolts of this because you really you go around the country and right now you're doing things virtually as far as speaking of course um and but you're coming to us from canada so actually all around the world i guess is fair to say is it not yeah, I, I was blessed enough to 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 speak uh, a little bit everywhere. Obviously, my my travels are limited right now. Uh, public speaking is not something that I've done like I would say as my main thing professionally. Like, and but kind of something I kind of stumble onto where I had the opportunity to speak at an event I, I was actually producing. So I kind of leveraged myself for that event, and I it ended up being something easy for me. And I started doing that more regularly, having more. Uh, or request for it. So uh, it's something I definitely enjoy, but yeah, I have to do it more virtually. Yeah. Fine. And you started in bodybuilding. Yes. Yes. So bodybuilding was my, my big, big passion. And, you know, early in the early 2000s, I was absolutely obsessed with bodybuilding and fitness. And um, that, that led to actually my first, my first online business. So with, because of bodybuilding, uh, not only was I able to, you know, to build you know, habits of self-discipline and, and, uh, and consistency that I didn't have before, but I also met my first mentor, whose name is Lee Hayward. And I remember, so when we met, we were both competitors in the local circuit. And that weekend that we met, I, he invited me to his house, to set his house because I was competing in his hometown. Mm -hmm. And uh, I didn't know what he was doing for a living. And he told me he was making a six-figure income from his bodybuilding blog, and I was like, Okay, I, I I got I got to learn about that. Like, how do you do that? Because you heard about these people making money online. Now, that's back in two thousand and seven, right? So we're thinking about it's fourteen years now. Uh, so, which in real life it's like one hundred and twenty seven years, but it's been it's been you know a long time. And you heard about these people making money online, but you never actually would meet one. And he was there, so I started like learning about 
you know, direct response marketing, learning about anything that has to do with building an online business. And that's what I, uh, I did and went from doing it uh, part-time to full-time officially in 2009. Uh, we, launched, we, we had products, so digital products for uh, nutrition and cooking in the health and fitness, so bodybuilding, muscle building, fat loss, et cetera. That business became pretty successful. And um, from there, I was able to build an agency that was taking actually health and fitness coaches. We had an audience online, but no way to, like not knowing how to monetize that. So I was, we were publishing them and, uh, and building a whole online infrastructure. From there, I invested in a supplements company by Optimizers, a company that I sold in 2016. And uh, from there, I transitioned slowly to uh, leadership coaching and, uh, and then Epic, which now offers tools and, and trainings for um, mostly productivity, but also self-leadership for entrepreneurs. This is fantastic. So do you think, Dave, that in the beginning and thinking back, had you not had a mentor that it would have gone the way it has? Or do you think it's, it's really, really important for people to look to somebody who's already done it? Yes. So definitely like for, for me and, and I was not looking, I was not shopping for a mentor. I was just, I knew I wanted, you know, I wanted to own my own business and I wanted to make, I wanted to make a full living out of my passion. That's what I wanted. And, but I knew I wanted, you know, freedom. I wanted time freedom. I wanted to create what I wanted and I wanted obviously financial freedom. You know, I wanted to make a good living out of it. And when I, 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 I fell on to, you know, what Lee was doing, and I learned this is where I was like, okay, well, the guy has done it. Let me, you know, learn from him and go from there as a starting point of my career. So definitely look into, you know, beyond tactical, because here's the thing, beyond tactical things, you have to look into people that who have done what you want to do, but who has done, who have done it for a specific amount, you know, for, for some time before, uh, you know, not just based on one tactic. Lee had been doing that. Lee had the first, that's the thing, the first bodybuilding website ever on the internet, on the history of the internet, he had the first. So, and we're talking about 1997, I think. Wow. So, yeah, it's, it, so uh, it was even before that, maybe 1994. I can't remember. He told me last time, but it really, when we figured out, he had the first bodybuilding website on the internet. He had longevity actually way before actually, you know, yeah. uh, went online. So from there I learned, and then I learned from different you know, uh, mentors and build obviously my, my own capacities and style, but yeah, definitely hundred percent. Because you're going to get out there and, and we do make mistakes as entrepreneurs. And that is one of the things in part one, I want to talk about because you really focus a lot, Dave, on entrepreneurs and how to help them to streamline their businesses. But you know, you speak into what they do. Entrepreneurs, think differently than other people. We do things differently. And you've got three, three tips really that you focus on, right? As far as to get us to think differently, to take it from chaos to simplicity. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry. So, <coughs> oh my God. So the, the Epic methodology is a four-step methodology. And it, it really like, we work mostly with entrepreneurs who have had their business for a while you know, had their vision for their business, but gradually drifted away from the initial, from what they initially wanted out of their business, right? Because yeah, business happens, life happens. And sometimes, you know, we have, we think that it's going to be something and then we drift because we're not aligned anymore with our business. And that's usually one of the first pain points that you have in your entrepreneurial journey is that you're going to realize at one point that you're so far from where you wanted to go that needs some kind of structure needs to go around that. Because as entrepreneurs, as I said, like we, we think differently. 
And but we all want the same th same thing. And that thing is freedom. And I talked about it, like time freedom, creative freedom, and financial freedom. But we as entrepreneurs, though, Dave, we can get bogged down with the chaos. And, and, and so often, like maybe you start a business and you're doing it all by yourself and you don't have the budget yet and the resources to kind of farm some th certain things out. And so you take it all on yourself and then you're completely overloaded and you're wondering why things aren't working and you haven't maybe found your sweet spot. Right. And maybe you're not great at the books, but you're say, let's okay. Take this for instance. Okay. Great on camera. All of this is good, but somebody has got to be doing the marketing. Someone's got to be doing the books, you know, blah, 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 all those other functions. Do you recommend that people, try to do it all by themselves or that they do try to find creative ways if the budget is tight to farm some of that out yeah because that's, that's what i was leading with freedom you know like we want freedom but ironically we fight every single type of structure you know as entrepreneurs and yeah. until you realize that structure is actually freedom so yes. yeah and, but it needs to be something you know gradual you know for those who start their business you know as solopreneurs just by themselves obviously you know it, it will go there's an opportunity cost to try to do everything yourself. You know, the things that you're not great at or that you're not naturally good at. So we call that your power zone. So all the things outside your power zone has an opportunity cost. The thing is, it needs to be balanced with your financial resources. But it's understanding that if you keep doing all the little things yourselves, you're not definitely not going to be, you know, having have leverage. So you have to start leveraging your strengths, but also the strengths of others in the process. And the best way to do that is to implement the right systems and the right structure into your life and business to make it happen. Absolutely. And we are not gifted in every single facet of our business. And I think that's a problem that we all face when we own our own company and we're starting out because first of all, there's sometimes there's a fear factor, Dave, about I don't want to release this portion of my business or that portion of it. What if it's not done correctly or not done the way that I want it to, or, you know, we have all those thoughts go through our minds, but yeah. then we end up burning out if we don't let other people who are well gifted in those areas to help us. What we think that's the thing we hang on to too many things that we think we can do better than most people until we realize that there's only a very limited number of things that we do actually well, or that is worth keeping and that, what you know we suck at it's someone else's genius you yes. know and and we live in an area we live in a gig economy now you can find subcontractors for about anything now online and you don't even like that's the thing people are used to just look into the, their their surroundings and their their you know just direct area to find someone the world now offers like millions of options for you yes automation tools like, I mean, you have so many tools online now that you can leverage in order to gain more efficiency. Yeah. Right? And, and people would be surprised too, because it's sometimes not as expensive as you think. I mean, there's a website, I don't want to name what it is, but it starts with an F and ends with an R. And you you probably know what I'm talking about. And you, <laughs> get on there, you can get on there and for five or $10, you can get flyers made, you can get all these different things and you can even get virtual assistance that way. So let me tell you about something about this. Can we name the website? Are we allowed to? I don't, I mean, okay, well, I'm talking about Fiverr. So, yeah, so Fiverr. So, yeah. So, here's the thing I found the illustrator for all the doodles in the Done by Noon book, all the, all the drawings on Fiverr. Lovely girl Did named you? Natalie from Russia. And you know what? I didn't have to look anywhere. I, I, I had like something that 
I had someone at that. There you go. I love it. So um, I, I was able to find Natalie on, on Fiverr. And she did a great job. And from there, we developed a working relationship. You know, and it happened a lot like that with so many, you know, contractors as far as making the introduction. You can definitely go. Obviously, you have to, um, you know, do some research, but it's a but great. I mean, do you want to spend, do you want to spend three hours doing a flyer or, or do you rather send it? Here's what I want. Here's my graphics. Let them do it for $5, $7. Meanwhile, you've spent the hour or two, three hours, whatever, working on something else that needed to get done. For me, it's a no brainer. 100%. And there's so many tools now, even on graphic design, Canva, free tool. You can get, like, even if you get the paid option, it's super cheap. Like, you can build, you pretty much don't need a graphic designer anymore. Like, graphic design for pretty much most of everything can be done through Canva, right? And that's yep. the thing now. People, like, we used to pay, I remember I, I used to pay, like, hundreds and hundreds of dollars per week for my companies to do graphic design and different things from our website that we can do now for pennies on Canva. You know what so I mean? So look at that. We're already banging it out on part one with a huge couple of tips. I mean, so, pe so people, and like I said, you guys, for those who might just be joining us, Dave and I are gonna visit again next week. And I mean, shoot, if we find that this just keeps going, we'll come back again for part three because this is so good. <laughs> people are, you know, especially going through the pandemic and people are losing their jobs, Dave, and people are wanting to open their own companies. This, this is so timely, actually, what we're talking about yeah. because not everybody knows how to do it or they're frightened to do it or they think I, you know, it's just me. How am I going to get all this done? And I really do want to spend a lot of time with you and walk through this and um, try to help them because even just watching this show, hopefully they're going to walk away with this and go, Oh gosh, there was some nuggets there that I want to take with me. Yeah. We can even set a training for, for your audience. If you want to, we do it. We do a training on the whole methodology and, and the, so the ethic methodology, which is covered in the done by noon book, but um, that covers like different things. So definitely an, an option for your audience. That would be fantastic. And, you know, one thing I want to get to real quick, I mean, we're, we're talking about streamlining, how we can increase, increase our productivity and your book. Again, I want to pull that up and you've got a copy with you done by noon, how to achieve more by noon than other entrepreneurs in a full day. And that's really, you know, work smarter, not harder. We hear that all the time. Let's talk about that because people might look at that and say, what do you mean? I'm supposed to just be done by noon. How can I possibly be effective? <laughs> there is a way. But there is a way. But the thing is that what we the, the main message in this in this book is that you don't have like you need to understand what to prioritize in your business, right? That doesn't mean you need to be done by noon. You know, it's like the four-hour work week. You don't necessarily. It doesn't mean that you know you only work four hours a week, right? But what it shows you is actually how to start you know having leverage in your business, working on your business, not in your business all the time. But one thing you know about working hard, I think you know it's a given that. As an entrepreneur, you will be working hard. That that's that's mm -hmm. the nature of, of you know nothing is easy. You know you gotta re, you gotta remove that from your head that oh it's easy it's easy. it's an online business it's easy no it's not you know you're gonna be working hard. Obviously you know you need to also work smart in order that that means like you, the pure hustle won't cut it right. in, in today's world. However, the main one of the main points that we drive in the book is working right is working appropriately based on your vision, based on your ambitions, based on your capacity and understanding what working right means, working efficiently, you know? So this is something that we, you know, push a lot in the book. It's not, a, it's not about against work. It's actually how to show you how to work better and work right for you, 
for your own style, for your own ambitions. And that's what we need, Dave, because many entrepreneurs will work 15, 20 hours a day and they're not really getting ahead. But, but they don't achieve more. That's the thing, you know, and, or they don't achieve the right thing. The only problem that we have right now in the modern society, in the entrepreneurial culture, is that people wear that as a badge of honor. They're like, oh, I hustled, you know, I work long hours. You know, how, how are you doing? Oh, I'm busy. Oh, good. Busy is good. No, it's not. No. You know what I mean? It could be if you're doing the right things. If you're doing the wrong things or just because it's a, it's a way for you to show up, that you're a hustler, good for you. But nobody cares. Exactly. Exactly. All right. This has been part one. We're meeting with Dave Ruel out of Canada. And I thank you so much. I make sure you guys get a copy of the book. Hit up his website. He is amazing. We have so much more to go through with you guys. You're going to want to come back next week. Make sure you get on the, our fan page, the, the Tipping Point slash Upstate. Like all of the shows, particularly this one. Get it out there with everybody. Said Also, stay on that page so you know when to come back and see part two. Dave, I thank you so much. And I will talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thank you. You guys, it's amazing. I just, we, there's so much that we have to go over. I don't want you to miss it. Please make sure that you come back next week. He is amazing. We're going to walk through the book more. We're going to talk about a whole lot of other things. Um, we are having an amazing.